Welcome back. It's Tom Bell here, and I am so grateful to have you tuned in for another episode about me being unapologetically me, bringing you all things purpose and passion. And on today's show, I have a positivity ambassador, Marcus Hammond. Welcome to the show, Marcus. Thanks, Tom. Good to see you, Matt. You keeping well? <laughs> yeah, very well, very well. Good. Now, now, mate, I have had the absolute um, pleasure of knowing you for nearly a decade. And I have to say, you are one of the most positive people that I've ever met. And being around you is certainly uplifting. And I know that many other people feel the same way. But for people that have not yet uh, come across you, could you tell us a bit about yourself? Yeah. um, Well, I'm English. You can tell from the accent, you know. Um, so, um, lived in Australia for, uh, for 15 years, um, left the UK shores in 2005 with my wife and two kids. They were eight and six at the time. They're now 23 and 21. And I've never really looked back, mate, to be honest with you. Um, you know, we were fortunate to come out to Australia on holiday in 2002, 2003 to visit relatives. And, um, yeah, the rest is history. And, uh, we thought let's give it a bash. Luckily. My wife was a hairdresser at the time, which was the fifth most wanted job in Australia. Mm. And the rest is history, mate. And again, it's, you know, you, 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 you're provided with an opportunity in life. You get one life, you've got to grab it by the, uh, the scruff of the neck. And uh, that's what we've done. And Australia's been very, very kind to us, mate. Very, very kind indeed. And we still embrace that, uh, that life every single day. And, and thank goodness that we're, that we're here, you know. Mm. And, and it's a big ask. Like, it's a big ask. I mean, I, I've traveled to Tokyo. Somebody else organized the whole thing. I paid money. Three or four months later, I just turned up with some warm clothes on a day. I packed the night before. And the next thing I'm on a plane and, and I went um, skiing or snowboarding. Um, mad trip. Um, if any of those boys are listening, thanks again for organizing that. But, you know, I can't even almost imagine the idea of going to a foreign place. And I mean, I know there's a lot of similarities there, but but leaving everything behind and landing. I mean, you know, that that's a big ask. I mean, if anything, that shows that there's there's a real level of courage or, a, or a, uh, an ability to back yourself in certain situations to to go and do that and even as a whole family unit to do that like what a mission yeah look it was um you know we we, when we came on holiday here you know we had such a good time and um you got to embrace life right it's as simple as that and that's uh, that's my philosophy my wife's philosophy and um yeah we wanted a a new adventure and uh, australia was that adventure that we'd uh, experienced on holiday and we wanted to uh to live it for real every single day, live and breathe it, you know, and that's what we've done. Um, you know, it's a tough decision because you've got to leave your family and your friends behind. I'm an only child, you know, uh, my parents only have me. Uh, they only had two grandchildren. Um, but, you know, when you're an adult, you have to be quite selfish, which what's going to be the best for you and your family. Uh, and we felt that the, that our future was, was better, was better here in Australia. And as I've said, you know, we took it by the scruff of the neck and we just, um, we just can't, just can't believe the life that we have, you know? So yeah, very grateful, very grateful indeed. Now I get quotes from you on a regular basis. I know that anybody that follows you on social media, you know, is, is, is blessed. And we were only at a, a gathering um, recently where, you know, there was people at the table saying, Oh my God, thank you so much. I see these quotes coming through and it meant this, and it did this for me. Um, you know, being a positivity ambassador, uh, you know, what is it like for you um, you know, having this ripple effect and, and seeing that you're affecting all these other people in such a positive way. Oh, the energy that you get from it is, is unbelievable, you know. Um, and as I, you know, I put out a lot of quotes, as you well see, right? And I send you private quotes mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. I appreciate um, 
you know, for me, um, I want to, I want to, you know, uh, just continue providing as I have done. And I think over the last probably 12 or 18 months, I've upped the ante. I've always been a positive person, even as a kid, you know. Um, but as you, as you grow older, you mature more, uh, life changes. Um, you know, you want to be able to influence people more, you know. And, you know, there's a lot of negativity in the world, you know. Um, you know, I, I have conversations sometimes with, with my daughters, right, or friends or my wife and say, you're going to an elevator. Not that you're going to be earwigging into someone's conversation guarantee that the conversation that you might hear in that elevator is of a negative connotation mm. right you might be sat in a cafeteria right you're not as i said you're not ear wigging on the on the on the, on the conversation but you can hear what people are talking about you can see people's body language it's all negative right mm. and that drives me up the wall um so if i can influence one person five people ten people with my thoughts and obviously these days with the social media platforms, it's easily, you know, you can easily do that, you know, and I do that via my, my Facebook page, uh, my Instagram page, probably not so much Twitter, um, but certainly Facebook and Instagram. I like to put that out there. And, and as you said, you know, I do get people messaging me privately to say, Hey, thanks for that quote that you put out this morning. You know, I woke up this morning, wasn't feeling the best and that really helped me get through, get through the day. Now, if that happens to one person, whether it be in a day or a week, a month or a year, job done as far as I'm concerned. And that gives me, you know, I suppose the advocacy to continue doing that uh, so that I can hopefully make people, you know, think more in that sort of positive, uh, positive vein because positivity leads to happiness, right? It's mm -hmm. as simple as that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I like that. And, and look, some of the quotes that you've sent me, or even just in conversation, some of the little like audio snippets, uh, will hold in. I'll hold in my mind. Um, you know, of some of the things that you've said. And you know, one I love is that you. It's just about cutting out negativity, and that you were teaching your kids that, like, if it's something that's negative, chop it, chop it loose. Uh, so, so tell me a little bit about that theory and and how that's come to be. Yeah, that's uh, it's one of my. Uh, you know, I'm a this is what we're going to talk about now is something I feel really strongly about. And, uh, and, and I'm not scared of telling people, telling people this, you know, negativity in your life, you know, breeds unhappiness. It's as simple as that. Now that could be a relationship. That could be a relationship with your, you know, with a, with a loved one. It could be a family member. It could be a friend. It could be a relationship with, with, you know, with your work environment, you know, um, if, it, if, there's, if there's any aspect of negativity, I believe that, that, that there is around them sort of circles, you've got to get rid of it. It's mm -hmm. as simple as that mm -hmm. um, because um, it inhibits your happiness. So you have to try and find that happiness and get rid of that negativity, you know. Um, that's my belief. And, um, yeah, as, as you well know, we've discussed in the past, you know, you, you're bringing up your children to, to put them on the right path and hopefully – Think along the same lines of you as being and being that really strong level of influence to them, and uh, both of them do know um, that um, if there's any negativity in their lives, they know what dad's thinking. Get rid of it. Simple mm. as that. Mm. Yeah. And and some things might be fast, some things might be slow. But you know, you you might see people that are in a job, they've been in the job for a decade, they've hated it for the entire decade, but it's safe or it's got benefits or whatever that might be. Um, so instead of you know, say whilst we might not say I want to change jobs tomorrow, uh, at least being open to it, you you might be ready for an opportunity if one presents. Uh, but it's at least then starting the path to change. Um, so so you know, something like changing a role might take a little bit more time. Um, but you know, even in friendship groups or whatever 
whatever that might be, it could be as simple as actually setting some new boundaries with people to say, hey, look, when we interact like this, this thing I actually find, you know, it, it, it's not what I want to have or it's not how I want to be or I don't want to be out till 4 a.m. drinking. You know, I'd actually want to go and, you know, do yoga at, at 5 a.m. in the morning for argument's sake. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's probably a life switch that I've, you know, not, not really drinking anymore. I definitely need to stretch more. Um, so, you know, you can sort of see that... It, when you find yourself in your life having those conversations, how have people reacted? Um, I think the, for the ones that know me really well, uh, they would probably expect me to say that. Um, I suppose you know, over the years and as I've got older, um, I've become a little bit more direct, you know, with people mm-hmm. uh, in a nice way, you know, um, you know, to, to highlight the benefits of, you know, whatever situation that they're in, you know, and uh, anybody that's um, that's ever feels that they're in trouble or down, you know, they know they can contact me 24-7 and, you know, you, you'd speak to, to family and friends and say, if you need me, I'm here 24-7 for you, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. Um, whatever that situation, because they know that I'm, I'm there to help them. And I suppose the most important thing is they know that I have the best intentions for them in relation to, you know, the sort of friendly advice I want to give to them. I don't advocate that, I know everything and, and whatever whatever I say is right, you know, it works for me. And I just try to pass on that sort of um, knowledge um, and I suppose belief that I, that I have, you know, to other people so that they can start thinking in that sort of way. And, and you know, from those conversations I've had over a good number of years, you know, again, it comes back that said, hey, that conversation that we once had, thanks for that. It really did help me. And I changed, I changed my ways or changed my views on this. And, mm. um, okay, you know, I, and, and I've been the recipients as well, you know, from uh, from people in the past uh, who have provided me maybe different perspectives, which makes me think about things differently. So, you know, you're always passing on that sort of knowledge and experience all the time to other people who, um, yeah, who can benefit from it. You know, we're all still learning every single day. Yeah, and it's a tricky one too, right? Because like you know, at times you know, I hear the analogy of the or the, the idea of the frog in the in the boiling water. You know, they, they sometimes we can feel like we just we're in that boiling water and it's just getting hotter and hotter and hotter. Anyone else jumping in couldn't handle it, but because you've gotten there gradually over time, you maybe don't realize. But maybe the frog would like to jump out of that, not into the fire, not into another pan, but actually head down and eat some flies by a, a nice cool pond, right? Like that's that's actually where people should be trying to get to that place where they where they recognize for what it is so so if when you see someone that's stuck in that and they're they're in that boiling pot and they've just become you know a condition to it or maybe not realizing that there's something else like is there any advice that you try to get give them is it just is it just trying to like say hey i, I recognize this thing and change it or, or what what would you do to intervene do you think yeah i think yeah i think you have to i think you know you, you see somebody that's struggling you, you have to go in and intervene uh, and sometimes it might take several times, you know, to say, hey, you know, I'm not, are you feeling okay? You know, I've noticed the blade, you've not been feeling that great, you've not been looking that great. You know, is there something going on that you, you want to have a talk about? And, um, you know, maybe the first um, first couple of times people say, no, 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 I'm all good, all good. It's all that, you know, I don't want to uh, show any signs of weakness or anything by telling you how I'm feeling at the moment, you know. Um, but eventually, eventually you will, you will coax it out of them, you know, and... Um, once you've coaxed it out of them, then, you know, you, you know that they feel better than for talking about it, mm-hmm. you know. And, and I think in them sort of situations, you know, you can share your own experiences, what you've gone through, you know, throughout the, uh, throughout the, uh, throughout the years. And, um, yeah, and just try to, uh, try to help them. And I suppose, you know, 
different points of it in your life, you know, we go through situations, right? And we think we're the only ones that are going through it. Mm. And I think well, what's the, there's a phrase that says a problem shared is a problem halved, I think is the, is the phrase, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I just think, uh, I just think it's, it's important to, uh, you know, to, to notice these the sort of situations and, um, and just don't go in hard, just, you know, just slowly, slowly, you know, work with that individual. It might take a day, it might take a week, it might take a month, right? It might take longer, but eventually you will get it out of them and, um, and that, you, that you do want to help them. So, uh, and then you, know, you see that person turn that corner and you go, okay, job done. Mm. Where's, the ne- where's the next one? Because there yeah. will be a next one with yeah. your friends group, right? Or yes. Yes, I like that. I like that. And so, you know, it even could be someone just listening to this and hearing your voice piping through, uh, you know, that it might be time to just take a look around at your surroundings and work out, like you were sort of saying, identify the negative, like, you know, whilst yeah. you might be used to it, what else is there in your environment? Even if somebody's not coming in intervening and helping, use this as a call to action to say, are there some things that I maybe need to cut free from my life so that I can actually, you know, get to where I want to go? I mean, it, 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 sometimes the negativity is like an anchor hanging off the back of the boat. You can pump the gas as hard as you want, um, but that doesn't mean the ship's going to go much faster because you've actually got to lift these anchors up that are just waiting to sort of snag uh, and stop the boat in its track. So yeah. um, I guess that's a thing. And, and is there a way that you kind of like, do you just feel that something's happening or are you so attuned to positive now that when something's in your life or does do things creep up on you and you're like, wait a minute, where'd that come from? Yeah, look, I think you know, things do creep up on you. There's no two ways about it. But I think in the main, because of my my positive mindset that I, that I like to have uh, each and every day, um, that I think I'm, I've probably got attuned to it because you know, it's more of a psychological thought process every single day, right? And over time, you get to that particular point. Um, you know, I remember earlier on this year, and uh, if this individual watches this, he'll probably know who it is that asked me the question. Um, we'd had we'd had something at work with a, with an outside organisation, which was absolutely fantastic, and uh, it was around you know positivity and happiness and stuff. And, um, you know, I just embraced it because, yes, you know, I love mm-hmm. this, you know, mm-hmm. I live and breathe it. And um, we finished the, uh, the session in our office and uh, we went and sat down and one of the lads in, in our office said to me, uh, he said, Marcus, can, you, can I ask you a question? And I goes, yeah, yeah, no problem. What's, what's the question? And he says, you know, how come you all, you're always happy every day? How come you're always positive every day? And I said, well, Matt, I don't actually always wake up positive, right? but I have to put myself in that positive mindset because if I don't, I don't function. Mm. As simple as that. Mm. I can't be any more honest than that with you. So I have to find ways, you know, uh, when I wake up, I might've had a bad night's sleep, you know, my soccer team might've lost, (laughs) um, but I might be a bit grumpy because of it. But I immediately, to start my day, I've got to find a way or ways to get me in that positive mindset. You know, mm-hmm. um, and that might just be thinking about a goal that I have that's coming to fruition. It might be that might just be a weekend away with my wife, right? Mm-hmm. You know, focus on something positive that you're gonna you're gonna enjoy. Um, it might be getting up and taking the dog for a walk and breathing in the fresh air. You know, um, it can be a multitude of different things. It just, I suppose, it just depends on what pops in your mind. But in reality, I'm lucky. I live in a great country. I've got a great family. You know, 
what else do I need to be thankful for? That is enough for me to to uh, to switch on that positivity light if I'm if I'm being a bit grumpy, you know. I like that. So that's an interesting thing. And and as you're, uh, I'm sort of just thinking like you know we're made up of so much water. Uh, we're almost like a big glass of tea. And so if we wake up in the morning and we're like and and we're and we're negativity. Oh, that that worked out well. And all of a sudden we want to change it to positivity, right? So if we want to change teas, well, it can be as simple as it, you may not be able to tip out all the negative, but you can only hold so much. So if you pour positive and gratitude into the cup, eventually that cup's going to all more and more of the negative is going to pour out and spill out. And more and more of the positive is going to fill in because you can only hold so much. You may not get rid of all of the negative, but all of a sudden you've changed it from just carrying forward um, the negativity you actually have changed it to positivity and you're feeling great yeah and, and that feeling when you do change that you know you know you know if you've had maybe a bit of bad news right and you know you're feeling a little bit upset because you've had some bad news um, and it's, it's amazing how life can uh, can can change you know uh, pretty quickly mm. you know you might get that same day you might get some good news right the feeling that you have in your body and your brain is unbelievable. The change is like black to white, mm. isn't it? It's like mm. turning the light off, mm. you know, to turn the light on, you know. And um, yeah, it's 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 an it's an unbelievable feeling. So, why would you want to put yourself or keep yourself in that state of mind, that negative state of mind, when it's entirely up to you to put yourself in, you know, that positive state of mind? You, know, you see people, you know, that are uh, that are suffering with with illnesses, terminal illnesses, you know, and you know, they're still very positive. You know, they've lived a life. They know mm. that they're going to come to an end of life, you know, uh, you know, shortly, whether that's in weeks or months, but they're still thankful for that life that they've been given, mm -hmm. you know? And, mm -hmm. yeah, I think that's, that's pretty powerful. If you've got that sort of power, if you're in that situation, you've got that powerful mindset to be able to embrace what's going to happen to you, but you can also think about what you've lived wow, you know, these people are pretty special people. Yeah, a dear friend of mine talks about perspective and she has really um, affected me in my life, um, you know, quite profoundly where, you know, she, she'll talk about how if you take a step back from what it is that you're dealing with, whatever it is, you know, at the, at the time when, you, when you're immersed in it, you're like your head's in the water of it. Like it's all around you, you can't escape it. And it's almost the feeling of having a head underwater. But it, it's like, if you change your perspective to think, hang on, like I'm still here, you know, it might be a death. And, and then you survive a guilt and all those things, but that person isn't here anymore. You know, some of the tragic people that we lose and whatever else and what they would give to, to have another day with their family, another day washing the dishes or, or doing the washing or, or mowing the lawn or something else that we hate. It's like the, they would love to probably be here for that yeah. moment in time. And, and all of a sudden, you know, the people on their deathbeds and, and, and those people that realize, oh my goodness, every moment counts and you only have the moment of now so if you can enjoy the moment of now you know there's yeah. that saying if we all threw our problems in a pile we'd quickly take back our own problems because yeah. we what we think of these giant awful horrible things is actually not so bad by comparison to somebody else that's just lost an arm or somebody else that's just been told that they have terminal illness or or something else you know yeah yeah well you know an example of, of i suppose my mindset and my thinking was you know, two and a half years ago, my mother passed away, right? And um, I'd been on, we knew that she wasn't well, uh, but we thought which she had a, a little bit longer than, uh, than mm -hmm. what, she, what she eventually what she eventually ended up having, sorry. 
Um, I remember on the Monday night, myself and my wife were talking to her via, via FaceTime on the iPad. And, you know, at that particular point, you know, she was bedridden. Um, so, you know, was on was on FaceTime with her for about an hour. And then um, some seven hours later, uh, three o'clock in the morning, I got a call from my dad to say that the doctor had been in my mum's in the last stages of her life in that short period of time. Mm. You know, so I had to that night, I had to jump on a plane back to the UK. You know, so, um, you know, you know, and at that point that I jumped on the plane, you know, she was still alive, you know, and that was 18 hours after I um, got the phone call from my dad to say that she uh, she was in the final stages. And I didn't know whether I was going to get back to the UK to 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 see her alive before before she passed. And unfortunately, I didn't. Mm. Um, she actually um, she actually passed away 45 minutes into the flight out of Brisbane. Um, but on that flight, I had a lot of soul searching to do in relation to what was going to come at me, because we knew that, you know, inevitably there was going to be the death of my mother, right, which is obviously a, a big event in mm. anybody's life, right, the, the person that's given birth to you. So I had like basically 24 hours to think about, you know, my life with my mom, the happy times, but also how, how am I going to approach this particular situation, you know, um, you can approach it in one or two ways. You can approach it with huge amounts of grief or you can approach it with positivity and people thinking maybe on when they watch this thing, how can you how can you greet positivity with somebody that's dying who you love so much? Well, the soul searching that I did and, and to, to keep a positive mindset, because I also had to think about my dad as well, was right. This is the plan. When I get to Manchester Airport and I see my dad, the first thing I'm going to say to my dad is, dad, we are not going to grieve her death. We are going to celebrate her life. Mm. And those were the first words I said to him, you know, when we, when we greeted each other. Because I wanted to set that tone, right, that we wanted to continue celebrating her life and let's not get too down in the dump. She had a wonderful life. She was a wonderful mother. She was a wonderful um, wife to my dad you know, sister to my, to my auntie, wonderful person. So why should we mourn her death? We need to celebrate her life. And even to this day, I still, you know, the anniversary of her birthday is coming up in December, you know, and I always put something out there on Facebook to remember her. Mm -hmm. And I think the parting words that I always use is, you know, continues to celebrate her life. And that's what gets me through, gets me mm -hmm. through thinking mm -hmm. that positive way you know, uh, because that's the way that she would have wanted us, you know. So I know that not everybody can do that. Not everybody can do that. Uh, but that's the way that I've dealt with that sort of negative situation and turning it into a positive to celebrate, not mourn. Mm, mm, yeah, I, I, I really love that. I love the celebration of life thing. I, I think I've been relatively untouched um, from death within, you know, the, the wider reach. Um, I had been married to a widow and, and certainly it, it had hit them hard. Um, and so I was there as a supporter, but um, you know, you can, you can certainly see that, that, that celebration of life thing does actually help because, you know, in, even in that case, the person was 27 and, and you just don't know when we're going to go. Like we all are going to yeah. die. We all have an ex expiration date, which, which makes living your life, you know, all that more important, but um, it is, it is really lovely to hear that you can actually like turn that on. And it doesn't mean that negative feelings won't come, but you know, if you, my granddad um, is, is pretty well my best mate and uh, you know, he's nearly died like seven times and three of those were before I was born. Right. So, so you know, and, and, and somewhere before his 
own kids were born. So the fact that I am drawing breath it is I'm just so grateful that he didn't die, that he did live and that every moment of his life led to, you know, my parents and then me. Um, and yeah. so you know, every day I wake up breathing, he says, every day you wake up breathing, it's a good thing. And, and, you know, he's, he's, um, you know, heading towards the end of the knock. Uh, and so I try to think that, you know, whoever it is that goes um, that you do, you try to celebrate their life and, and, and it really helps you to appreciate what you've got, which, which comes yeah. back to that positivity in each moment. Let's not squander it. Let's, let's actually live our best life. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Look, I remember uh, just very quickly when I was about fifteen. Um, I remember I was I was uh, waiting to go to school, waiting to leave the house to go and get the bus, and uh, my dad was going out with his boss for the day. Um, he had to visit customers, and um, I remember him coming in. He was a great bloke, my dad's boss. Unfortunately, he's passed away now, but a great bloke, very positive bloke. And I remember this one morning he came in and. Yeah, 15-year-old teenager, you know, coming down the stairs in your school uniform, don't want to go to school. And uh, I walks through, you know, the, the living room door. He's drinking a cup of coffee. And he says, hey, Marcus, how you doing? Yeah, yeah, I'm all right. He goes, what do you mean you're all right? This is a true story. What do you mean you're all right? He says, mate, every day you wake up is a good day. Treat it like your birthday, you mm. know. And, and, and that hit me a bit like... Um, like a thunderbolt. And from that moment, and, and I'm 50 now, and that was 35 years ago. And I still remember that moment vividly. And I, as I said, as a kid, I was always positive, but that could have been the, I suppose, the cataclysmic moments in my life where I probably started to think the way that I do. And, 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 and uh, obviously has brought me to where I am today with that sort of mindset. Yeah, because that's interesting, right? So you you are a very successful leader, uh, a very inspiring person. You see, you people gravitate to towards you, you know, in any social setting. Very genuine, very authentic, um, you know. So I guess, like, how did, like, is it that moment? Like, is and, and did that then grow? Like, how did you know that you would then become this positivity ambassador? Because you know, you are in that time. Maybe that hits like a lightning bolt, and you're positive, and it feels right, and it resonates. Uh, but, but then all of a sudden, you know, you, it's not just about doing it for yourself. You're actually like emanating out. And when did, when did you know that that was what you were supposed to be doing? Yeah, that's a, man, it's a, it's a damn good question that, and um, it's, it's a question I'm going to find, you know, relatively easy to answer. Um, and I speak to my dad about this. My dad's a very positive person as well. So I suppose I had a lot of influence from him as well, but you've got to find your own pathway. And um my own belief is that we're all put on this earth for whatever reason, right? You know, we're put on this earth for a reason to provide influence, you know, um, to do whatever jobs that we decide to do. It's almost like our lives are mapped out for us. Mm-hmm. Um, I get the biggest kick of helping people and I don't want anything in return for mm-hmm. it. I just love helping people, um, you know, to... Um, with anything, you know, if someone's moving house, I'll be the first one to say, hey, if you need a hand, let mm-hmm. me know. Mm-hmm. No, we can put some stuff in my car. It doesn't matter that I might have had a hard week and I just want to chill out on a Saturday. I'll be there to help that person, you know. Um, so I believe my purpose, um, my sole purpose as a human is, is to help people in any mm-hmm. walk of life, any facets of life, whether it be in the personal um arena with it being a professional arena you know so um i think probably i was born with that but like anything it's got to come out um but um yeah i'm glad that um, i've been able to foster those sorts of thoughts and 
always think about that, that particular moment that I just mentioned there with my dad's boss, mm. um, you know, to, uh, to, you know, to evaluate that sort of mindset situations that people are in to try to, to try to help them. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you said before that um, positivity equals happiness. So is that how you define happiness and are you happy? Yeah, I'm very happy, right? I'm happy this morning because I've woke up and I'm breathing. Mm. Simple as that, mm. Mm. you know? What's the alternative? The alternative is negative, right? I don't want to be I don't want to be in that state. So waking up every day, you know, is, is happy for me. I'm breathing. So, um, but um, yeah, look, just being, you know, content with life. Like I've got, I've got to say, you know, and again, people watching this, they may not have had, a, they not have been able to have had the sort of life that I've had, you know? unbelievable upbringing you know two unbelievable parents I managed to find my soulmate in a wife that I've been married to for 27 years unbelievable kids you know uh, unbelievable family friends you know what I mean so man, I've been lucky I've been really really lucky you know mm-hmm. and uh, and I thank and I thank you know thank goodness and thank God that you know I, I've been able to to have that in my life because you know, you, you, you read and you see and you hear stories of people's you know, different lives mm-hmm. and you, know, you feel you feel sorry for them. You know, it, it, and it deeply hurts me when I hear these sorts of stories. It really does because I'm a sensitive bloke as well. Um, but um, but yeah, I, I've, I've been I've been lucky. And so th- through that, I think that's probably aided as well. You know, my, my mindset, because I've not really had too many sort of uh, bad situations you know, to, to probably deal with. But when you do, you draw off that, that positive side of you, you know, to, to, to find, to find that, that sort of energy. And I suppose, you know, um, my dad's my, my biggest uh, mentor, mm-hmm. you know, um, we're as thick as thieves, me and him, you know, and um, as a role model, as a bloke, um, you know, to provide me with the sort of, um, you know, I suppose grounding, you know, as a kid to move me into adulthood, I couldn't have wished for anything else. So yeah. I've been very lucky, man. I've been very lucky. Not everybody has, has had that sort of um, uh, situation to, uh, you know, to be able to be where potentially mentally where I am today. And that's, a, that's an interesting one too. Like I, I'm, I'm thinking that, you know, you've been given a gift, right? And so like someone else might train, you know, their life and be a carpenter and, and they could take you into the backyard and they could build you a house. And they could build a gazebo or, or some cool toys made out of wood. And, you know, I'm just thinking of my granddad there because he's a carpenter. Um, but it's like your gift has almost been this um, positivity where your gift is to bounce around, spot people quickly that, you know, maybe aren't having the best time and be able to give to them what they might need, pour a little from your cup into theirs without asking for them to come in and pour back into your jug because your jug is running over. You have that, um, you know, full of life and that full feeling that you actually have it to give away to others. And, and it's, and it seems even hearing you talk now, but, but knowing you that, that it feels like you're just walking along with the, with the positivity watering can and, and for everyone that you can, you're just looking to just water a little bit of your positivity into their cup, fill them up and then carry on your journey. Yeah, yeah, 100%, 100%, because you want people to live their happy lives, you know, we get one chance in life, you know, we, we don't know whether there is an afterlife or not, or whether people come back as somebody else or a cat or a dog, we haven't got a clue, right, Mm -hmm. so embrace what you've got right now, and, you know, if you have got that negativity in your life, you've got to make those sorts of changes, and sometimes, you know, people don't know how to make those changes, you know, Um, and don't know where to go to, or feel frightened, or feel scared, 
you know, to, to make those changes, you know, it's, you know all, all this, if you've got negativity in your life, you, you, you know, you get that lack of confidence, you know? So, um, so yeah, so if I can, if I can get the watering can out and, um, you know, get the wilting leaves, you know, uh, to be sprouting up mm. with nice big sunflowers, mm. then um, that's, that's, that's a job done for me. And, and I'll, I'll continue to do that until I take my last breath. There's oh, no two ways about that. Cause that's what I, that's what I believe in. It's okay. So that's interesting. So that's one of the questions I like to ask is, you know, time machine, you're on your hundredth birthday. You're looking back, you're looking back now. What would you have liked to have achieved? And you may have just said it, but what would you like to have achieved with that, that remaining, those remaining years? Yeah. Look, I think for me, um, I just like people to remember me as a, as a good bloke, great family man, great husband, great father, great son, um, he was always there for people in their hour of need, even if, even if you know, for, for me, it wasn't timely for me to intervene because of whatever reason, being on holiday and getting a call or a message, whatever. Um, but he was a really great bloke and somebody who had a high amount of integrity, a high amount of respect, who was there for everybody and anybody when they needed it. Mm, mm. See, it's, I like it. It's, it's very interesting to be like being stuck in the desert and then being able to like, you know, hit, hit a, hit a button on your watch and then have a, a drone just come and land and give you a bottle of water. You in, instead, it's like the desert is you feeling trapped down, beat down, feeling like you're totally alone. And, and the button on your watch is literally, you could text, you can messenger, you could, um, you know, reach out for a coach. You could reach out for a phone call. You could, um, you know, send a text. I don't know if I already said that, but it's like, ultimately you, you're only a moment away from being able to reach out for someone who can genuinely help you. And so someone like yourself, I mean, gosh, people, you might find that your inbox starts to light up, uh, you know, on, on Facebook or on, or on your other social media handles now, but I can see that it would definitely benefit people um, reaching out to you. Yeah. I'll look at, you know, whether it's people that I know, people that I don't know. Um, yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I just want to help people. It's as simple as that, you know, uh, and help people changing their mindset, you know, to think more positively, positively around obviously their lives, you know, um, to enrich it. It's as simple as that really. Um, so yeah, if anybody, you know, feels that um, after this, they don't know me, they want to get in contact with me, they want to have a chat. I'm more than happy to talk to anybody at any time because I believe as humans, we, we should all be happy. And there's a lot of unhappiness in the world right now and has been, you know, for a very, very long time. And if we can improve that, you know, uh, in any way, shape or form, uh, you know, with people's lives, the thought process, the thinking, then yeah, it's got to be done. It's mm. got to be done. And you're not, you're not arrogant. You're not like trying to act all high and mighty. Like it's, it's uh, almost the reverse pyramid, you know, like you're almost underneath there ready to serve, uh, you know, quite selflessly. I know that, uh, you know, I don't know how, how it'll be born or, or how it'll come about or what the next steps for you might be. But uh, this feeling of ask Marcus, you know, like a Q and a with you where people can send you questions that they may be, uh, you know, challenged with or, or the hurdle that they're currently standing in front of uh, where you can offer a, a unique perspective, because I've seen that in action where, you know, someone was having a really, really hard time, a very, very dark time. I knew it. I'd had a little bit of a chat. Uh, and then I just sort of said like, Hey, you know, why not ask you a question? What's the one question you think if you, if you had an answer to it and then you just so eloquently, eloquently went about sort of hovering around the person asking the questions through questions, through words. Uh, and, and then it, it was like the, 
the weight just lifted off the person. And I was watching it in amazement to think like you had, it was like you just unlocked a cage and said, Hey, don't worry. Let me just, let me just take that cage off of you now. And, and like the person just kind of like stood up to say like, wow. So, you know, is that something that you think like, what's the next steps for you as a positivity ambassador? Is it, if, if people could be doing some Q and A with you or, or what do you think might be next? Yeah, hundred percent. You know, in, in any way, shape, or form that I can, um, that I can, that I can do that to help people. And I know that's something that me and you were talking about anyway, privately. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so uh, yeah, I'd love to do that because um, I think you know the, uh, you know, the, the benefits of of being able to help people, the empowerment, the energy. Um, you know, I think is very rewarding indeed, very rewarding. And, um, and then it go, all goes back to what I believe my purpose is in life and that's to help people and why I was put on the earth. So. Yeah. And that's the thing, like from my perspective, right? Like even doing this, uh, I think that you, you come across a whole lot of people. Everyone has the light in them. Everyone is, you know, has a loveliness in them. Um, you know, and we're all connected by love when, when we're all treating each other kindly, it feels good. Um, treat other people as you want to be treated and um, the golden rule. Uh, but it, but at times I feel like when I meet someone like yourself, I almost feel like I just want to, uh, you know, stick the megaphone around you or plug you into like, you know, some sort of like device that, that can pipe you out and, and, you know, mission accomplished having you here uh, because I know that people listening uh, will, will be able to gain a lot from, you know, hearing what your thoughts are and hearing how you about, go about tackling your life and whatnot. And then they can play it over and over and they can share it to a friend and they can send it someone else, somewhere else. So you don't actually necessarily have to be there. Um, you know, is there a book in you? Is there, you know, I, I feel like you've just lived this, this amazing life and like what you've been able to achieve. I, I feel like, how do you spread the word even more? I hope that people listening to this do reach out to you. Yeah, no, me too. There's, well, I'm 50, so I'm hope I've got a, a hell of a lot more years ahead of me. So, um, you know, there's certainly I would like to evolve, you know, um, I'd like to evolve my thoughts, you know, into something, you know, like say an Ask Marcus type of Q&A podcast, um, a book. I don't know about a book or not, but um, yeah, I'd be happy yeah. to give it a go in a, you know, in a good few years. But the opportunities are endless, right? And it's, again, having that positive mindset and approach, you know, not to dismiss that. So I'm not going to dismiss absolutely anything because if that's the path that's intended for me to take, that's the path that I will take. So mm-hmm. yeah. I like that. So if someone's listening to this, they're feeling stuck, they're unhappy, you know, they're feeling like the frog in the boiling pot. They might be in a job they don't like. They might be just having, they're surrounded by negativity, whatever it is. What are your tips for them? Um, I suppose speak, talk, reach out, you know, don't feel alone, you know. Um, and I think human nature is that when we're going through some sort of negative times in our lives, it might be, you know, to do with issues with relationships or, or work or money or anything like that. Um, don't be afraid to, to, to speak out and, and, and seek, seek assistance. You know, look at maybe your close friend circle and think, you know, out of those five friends, who's the one that I that I really feel that I could go and have a chat to about this and, and, and really get some, um, you know, some, uh, some answers to how I'm feeling to try to, to assist me with, uh, with what I'm thinking at the minute, to try to move me from this state that I'm currently in, you know, um, communication is the be all and end all of our lives. Right. Mm. And, and again, communication will, um, will, will, will make us better people, make us think better, make us act better. Right. So if you have silence, 
the, the status quo just remains, right? Because you're not going to move from where you're currently going, from where you are to somewhere else. Mm-hmm. You have to talk about it. You know, we know that therapy is a, is, is a massive thing. And I think over a good number of years with mental health, you know, people are now more, uh, more easy to talk about their own mental health situations or their feelings, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's not, um, it's not seen to be that dark area anymore, which is absolutely fantastic, mm-hmm. you know? You, you, you know, you can talk about it more. And I think these people that, that, that do embrace it and do talk, they're actually starting themselves on the path, you know, to, to, to lead in a healthier, a healthier mental life. If they don't, then they're not going to move from the state that they're in. So it's very important to talk. And communication for me is the be all and end all. And sometimes people will probably say that I over communicate, but I'd rather over communicate than not communicate. Mm-hmm. And I like that. And it seems like so you've got that piece down, Pat. And that's some great advice. It also seems from from the recipe within your own world uh, is to communicate. It is to recognize and, and be self aware of what's in your space. You also seem to immerse in things that are that are quite positive. So you know whether it's these quotes turning up to your um, you know, phone or computer or whatever else, you know, is that something else that, you know, you've kind of set up for yourself uh, where, you know, have you just subscribed to a whole heap of places? Like how is all of this stuff landing on you and, and, and what sort of effect is that having, having on you? Yeah, look, I, um, yeah, definitely. I've subscribed to it, to a, to a lot of different positivity sort of forums and sites and, and groups and that I, that I, you know, that I'm able to, to, to read a lot of this stuff, you know, and, um, yeah, for sure, you know, the, the sort of quotes that you see there help me, you know, uh, help me as well with my with my thinking. So, um, you know, this year we know it's been a very difficult year with, uh, with the coronavirus, right? And um, we've all been under, you know, a different and different, you know, levels of pressure and emotion, you know. Um, you know, my dad wasn't able to come out and celebrate my daughter's 21st birthday and my 50th birthday which was you know which was upsetting for us right because my dad's back in the UK um but um you know you got to find some solace in these sort of quotes and believe in them and um yeah they've helped me immensely and that's why if they're helping me how many more people can it help you know I think I've got probably around about 700 people on my Facebook page Mm -hmm. um you know if I can influence one of those you know, and I try to look for a quote, and as you'll see, Tom, every day, because you're a friend of mine on Facebook, I try to put a quote out every single day if I can, mm-hmm. you know, that's going to resonate with people. Um, and normally that's when I do get those messages to one or two messages going, hey, that's, you know, that's really helped me today. I think a couple of weeks ago, I put out a message to say, hey, you know, um, over the last few weeks, you've, you, you will have seen the intensity of the messages. I might have put two or three out in a day because I thought I don't want to wait till tomorrow to send that out because this one might help somebody in my group or somebody's friend of somebody that's in my group. Um, you know, so, um, yeah, if I've got oh, to okay. put two or three out. I, I certainly I certainly will do. But, yeah, it's definitely to help. It's just that it's definitely to help people. So you... You're a positivity ambassador. I love that. Like, I mean, what about for other people that are listening to this and they're thinking to themselves, like, I, you know, because it's not necessarily a full-time job. It could be, but it, it could be weaved in through your current role. It could be what you do one night a week, uh, help at a soup kitchen. It could be that you speak differently to your friends or you, or you put 
quotes on online? Like, you know, what would, would there be advice to, to other positivity ambassadors or if they were thinking like, how can I do this? I want to do it. I feel that there's this thing inside me. Should they be reaching out to you and being like, Hey, I, you know, is, is there a, is there a positivity ambassador group that you could maybe form on Facebook where people could sort of, you know, come in and, and, and maybe grow something of your own, or do you know of a group? What do you, what do you think for, for those people? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, just, yeah, I've, I've joined a number of different different groups on Facebook. You know, social media these days is, is that fabulous platform, right, to be able to, um, you know, to engage yourself with people who you just haven't got a clue who they are, but you have common ground, you know. Uh, and on some of these forums and pages that I'm, that I'm attached to, you know, there's multiple thousands of people. And I've actually started, there's a lot of people in there that just maybe, you know, they may just may put some sort of message or, um, you know, or a, they won't even put a quotation. I've actually started um, to use the, the quotes that I send out via my Facebook and my Instagram pages. I've actually started to post some of the stuff in there as well now, mm -hmm. right? Um, so that you know people can start thinking that way. So they may want to, you know, introduce their own quotes. Um, I suppose it's just being brave enough because you know when you're putting out the sort of positivity that that I like to do, you know, there is obviously the the um, human, human beings as, as we are would look at, could potentially look at that and go, geez, what's he on? What's mm -hmm. he smoking? Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. um, but I, I really, I really, at 50 years of age now, man, I really don't care about that. I don't care what, what people would think about me in relation to putting that stuff out. And, but, you know, I, I, I did put a post out a few weeks ago to say that, um, you know, that these posts, these quotes that I'm, I'm putting out there are for the benefit uh, of everybody but it also helps me but please you know um, use these quotes to help your loved ones in, in what's been a difficult year so mm. you know everyone everyone at some point are going through their own different challenges so um, yeah you know you gotta you know if you can't think of a way uh, to, to do it then hopefully after this if anybody wants to reach out be brave and uh, if you want to do it yourself don't worry about what people think and um, yeah, if anybody wants any sort of friendly advice as best as I can give it to them, contact me. And that's the thing, right? So it doesn't take much to just go click message. Hey, this is what I'm thinking. Or you see it and it can be as simple as a tap on. Click share. Hey, check this video out. Check this audio out. Oh, or tap on the shoulder at work. Oh my gosh. You know, things have been a bit rough around here. Go and listen to um, this Marcus guy. He's pretty positive. And it could just, yeah. and it might be some other quote or another speaker or whatever it is, another podcast. But it's that simple tap on that. It might be that one thing that clicks today for that one person that they need to be able to completely change their lives. So yeah. I really, really love that. So if people are wanting to follow along and, um, you know, find you on, on social media or websites or whatever that might be for you, um, what's the best way for them to do that? Well, I'm on Facebook under under Marcus Hammond. Um, I'm on Twitter, uh, and that's 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 going to be a medium I'm going to use a lot more as well. Uh, you know, for this type of stuff. So on Twitter, I'm under Mark the Cork. Uh, my granddad used to call me Cork as a as a nickname as a kid, right? So I thought that's 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 quite a nice uh, inclusion to have. Uh, you know, my granddad who I love dearly. So Mark the Cork is my Twitter handle. Uh, and then my Instagram handle is just Marcus Hammond, but you will see underneath it says AKA The Hammer. So the yeah, Hammer. My, my nickname is The Hammer, which was uh, was was affectionately given to me by uh, by my boss at work. So uh, I like it. I love that nickname. I've never really had a proper nickname, but I love The Hammer. So Instagram, Marcus Hammond, AKA The Hammer. Twitter is Mark the Cork. And on Facebook, it's Marcus Hammond. 
I like it. I like it. Well, you know, as always, I love our catch-ups, but I, again, I really, really am very appreciative for you taking the time to chat today. Um, and so again, thank you so much, Marcus, for taking the time. My absolute pleasure, Matt, as always. It's always good to catch up with you, Matt. And uh, yeah, even through the screen, I can feel the energy bouncing between us. So uh, Matt, look forward to uh, hopefully catching up with you before Christmas. Sounds good. So thank you, thank you so much for everybody for tuning in. If you could like, share, subscribe, tell a friend, do all of that fun stuff. I'm Tom Bell. This is the Easy Thrills podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll catch you on the next episode.